the United States Champion of Justice. Fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Darian America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Of course, I am here with my beautiful, incredible producer extraordinaire, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. What's up, Nancy? Hey, Darian. Great to be with you this beautiful, beautiful day. It is, man. This is November, and we can walk <sighs> around with, like, jackets or not even jackets, just short sleeves. Isn't this great? Girl. I think we're going to have a couple days of this, and then it's winter. That's Well, hey, it's <laughs> Chicago. Wait about 30 minutes. The weather changed. That's for you. right. <laughs> And I am having a little throat issue today, man. So me and Nancy didn't trade places, but I'm okay. That was just me yelling and crying and hollering this weekend. So that's all that came from. Wow. So before I get deep into my show, I just wanted to uh, kick off and say that we did lay my friend, my brother, Tim Bradley. We laid him to rest this weekend. Homegoing ceremony was beautiful. I'm not a fan. I mean, who's a fan of funerals, man? But they did the thing, man. And... I just wanted to start off by saying, you know, a couple of nuggets that stood out, man. Things that kind of that came to the forefront made you feel good. And I was able, even though I know that in this physical state, this lifetime, I'll never see my friend again. But I was able to take some peace with me from things that happened at his home going. The first thing, man, and I have to say this out loud, and I don't mind from the sound of my voice to the end of the world, my brother Russell Powell. He did his thing, man. He showed up and showed out. You know, we I'm a traditional funeral guy. I'm I'm a mason. I wear black suit. I go in and, you know, I I'll stand on my square and, you know, be very calm and peaceful with it. But we went in there with t-shirts, man. He he uh got some shirts made. Of course, we, we gotta reimburse him for these shirts, but we had these shirts on and this was probably one of the best pictures we ever took in the 30 plus years that I've known Tim. And Russ actually did a, a speech at the funeral and it was beautiful. You know, the man, he talked from the heart and I think those are the best speeches. You can write speeches and we sit and we listen to our politicians all the time and they sit back and they talk. But when you can get them talking from the heart, you know, Russ was talking from the heart and he went back through some their story from back in time and then he actually called out a play for Tim, you know, Strong Right. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to this and it, you know, it hurt to hear it, but he was right. And then we just, we took that in. I, man, COVID-19 sucks. I ain't saying nothing. You don't, you all don't already know. The mask is a piece of work. Mm. So, but we did go through the city, man, and we rolled past his old high school. And I had no idea, you know, you're driving to the cemetery. Nobody wants to pay attention other than we know where we're going. And you're trying to not hit traffic lights. And people want to jump into the procession because they're just being disrespectful and don't want to wait for the cars to go past. I know it sucks and you got places to be. But when there's a, a funeral procession, you have to honor it. And if you're running late and there's a procession in front of you, it's like, wow, I should have took it the other way. But you don't try to get into the procession. And then when you get to the cemetery, my brother Kewan Branson, he said some words, and he's not the flashy, I talk to everybody guy, but 
his words were touching, and they were perfect. And then they, Russ grabbed me at the last minute, and we sang It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. You know, I had Russ in one arm. I had my brother Omar in the other arm. And my brother, Chili Palmer, actually recorded it. Now, it, it wasn't morbid either. You know, I'm not a fan of people taking pictures at funerals, but we have this technology that's here right now. So we're going to utilize it. But Chili Palmer, he he got the camera up, man, and, you know, we we got the shot of Tim being lowered into the ground, and we were singing, it's so hard to say goodbye. So I got to contribute my piece. It was beautiful, you know. It was beautiful. I mean, I'm tearing up just thinking about it. It was it was beautiful. You know, I had a couple of my friends. I mean, my sister Kim, she came. Kim Shivers, man, she held me down because I was losing it, man. My girl Sean, they breathe, Darian. You know, I, I needed that. You have to have people in place for that sometimes. You know, I keep it cool all the time. I'm the talkative guy. I'm always the one that got his mouth going. But I, I was I was wordless. I didn't have any words. So it was a beautiful home going. And I'm so glad that everybody who came, the people who contributed, we needed that. And I'm, I'm so grateful that those people were there. So rest in peace, Tim. You know, and you always be a part of my heart. But we got to move on. And I have to make sure that your wife, Aisha, and your daughters, Phoenix and Michaela, are taken care of because it takes a village to raise one. I'm trying to help raise two, and you better believe it's been hard. And they've done nothing but impress me. Darian and Deja, wow. I don't have the words to say how great a job you guys are doing. So, all right, y'all, let's get going. Guess what? We got a new president. We have a president, ladies and gentlemen. President-elect Joe Biden is our president. And he has, there you go, come on now. And the only reason I really thought about this song today, because as I was driving from the south side of Chicago, coming to Evanston, people were dancing in the streets. Are you kidding me? But I bought in too. It was the nicest part about the whole thing was the fact that we got a chance to see people. It didn't matter what race, what creed, what sex. They all came together and they were dancing and hugging. And I needed that. I needed that. You can kill that, Nancy. I just, man, we were celebrating for the first time in this horrible year. 2020 has been awful. But we found something to celebrate. And I, I was like, wow. I mean, people blowing horns at me. People giving me the thumbs up like, hey, guy, congratulations. Okay, well, congratulations. I'm not sure how much difference there is in the political aspect between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. But I know that Joe Biden is not an egotistical maniac. That's what my issue was with Trump. I wanted Trump to be the, the businessman president. Be the businessman that you are. And guess what? He was. Do you all, I mean, come on. If you have, number one, if you believe that Joe Biden is going to do something different with America, give me a call at 877-711-5611, and you can express yourself on the air, or you can jump on my Facebook page and leave it there. Do you think Joe Biden is going to do that, diff, that bit big a difference than Donald Trump? I don't know. But I know Joe Biden ain't walking around the women talking about, I'm going to grab him by the meow. <laughs> Dude, really? That, it, it ticked me off. 
that ticked me off that he actually said those words. I think Donald Trump's a joker, man. He, he plays a lot, and a lot of people take him seriously. If you thought Donald Trump was not going to leave the White House once the presidency was declared, you're crazy. I did not think Donald Trump, and I still don't think, he's going to fight. He's doing what Americans do. When, you, when your cable gets cut off, and a lot of people on the call, my cable don't get cut off. I've had my cable cut off. I've been that customer service representative, and I had to stay on the phone for seven hours and 15 minutes. That was my time. I got a 30-minute lunch break, and I got a 15-minute break. But other than that, I had to be on cue. I had to have the headphones on. AT&T Broadband, this is Darian. How can I help you? I never had a person call me and say one good thing. Americans know how to curse people out. Donald Trump is a master at going ham on people. So what did you expect? Did you think Donald Trump was going to just roll over and play dead? No, he's not. But he's not going to hold up the White House. And I'll tell you this. I wouldn't want the Secret Service to turn on me. He's going to have his detail for the rest of his life. His family's going to have their detail. They're probably going to need it. But that's okay. He's going to exit the White House. If you think he's not, you're, you're thinking a whole... Who finna fight for Trump to stay in the White House? Yeah, you may get some knuckleheads who driving pickup trucks and waving flags and acting ridiculous, but it's not enough of them. Donald Trump is not about to challenge the might of the United States Armed Forces. Ain't nobody in America bad enough for that. I wouldn't do it. Man, You them dudes are trained. And yeah, some of them may be knuckleheads, You like the police officers are in America. They, some of them are idiots. But you're not finna piss off the United States Armed Forces. You're going to walk out that house calmly and respectfully. And why wouldn't he? I mean, he was in there only because the man didn't ask for a salary. Donald Trump didn't take a salary while he was there. So he needed somewhere to live. How much time did George Bush spend in the White House? He went to his ranch. He lived from there. He would go to the White House and do a little bit. But no, he wasn't staying in the White House. The White House is just there for the American people to pay for their president. Barack Obama, he was there, but he didn't do all his time in the White House. Donald Trump is going to walk out of the White House, and he's going to walk out with his head up high. And then guess what? If Joe Biden doesn't do the things he says he's going to do, Donald Trump will run again. He'll run in four years because our 80 years old ain't the same 80 that we dealt with. We're not, I mean, come on, man. I'm using Joe Biden's line. It's not about to be like that. And we got the first female VP, Kamala Harris. She is just as smart as any man. I believe it. So we're getting ready to see where America is going to go in the next four years. Darren America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. We'll be back. Yeah. Oh, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. That's how you come back from a break, baby. Yeah. Almost start rapping. <laughs> this is the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM, United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Man, that was one of Tim Joints right there, boy. I, I feel like I'm sitting in the Omni right now. Mm. Okay, so when I left off, we were talking about Kamala Harris being the first female vice president. And she is a 
a black a black American. They keep saying that. I mean, <laughs> why does that matter? I can't. I mean, I'm old now. You know, in my 45 years, and I'm getting old. I'm so sick of people getting mad at me about my skin color. I can't fix that. It ain't going nowhere. My skin is brown and beautiful, and it is what it is. And if you don't have it, it's ways you can get close to it, but it's not going to make anything different between us. I can still donate blood to you, all of that stuff. I don't care about skin color. You know, it's, it's no shave November, and I'm coming back to Kamala Harris, so don't let me get away from that. But the reason why I really appreciate no shave November, because y'all know I hate a beard. I really do. I I grow this thing because I don't feel like shaving it. But I have a fetish. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. I have a thing about the contrast in skin colors. I love ladies that are either really, really light or really, really dark. I'm, come on, you think I'm going to turn away a woman if she's my color? <laughs> Please. But I'm just saying, though, if I had my perfect choice, she's going to be either really, really light or really, really dark. That's just because I like the contrast. I like my beard. Because of the contrast between the blackness in my beard and the light of my skin color. You know, I be in the mirror in the morning, and I have my shirt off, and I'm trying to get ready, and I look in the mirror, and I'm, whoa, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I like that. So, I don't care what color you are. If you're really, really light, you can be white. Long as you treat me good, like I'm a kid. And, and there was a time, and yeah, way back when, I didn't have the chance to live through this. Me and Nancy Drew didn't live through this. None of the people of today live through slavery. We abolished it, and we dealt with it, and we're still doing through things. And I just can't not imagine that people to this day, 2020, and I know they are, but why are you mad at my skin color? Why does that hurt you? Why does that make you angry? I can't stand him because of his color. It's a whole lot of reasons why not to like D-Silk. <laughs> you got a lot of reasons to not like me. I mean, I found out one of my friends don't even talk to me no more. A lifer. And he decided that he wasn't talking to me no more. He don't mess with me no more. Okay, well, I don't wish nothing ill on you. And, yeah, there's a thin line between love and hate. I love you, but I hate your punk ass right now. And, yeah, I cursed a little bit. And it's not a dump button curse. So, yeah, we ain't getting along right now. We may never get along again. It's a thin line between love and hate. But why do people hate my skin color? Why are they so up on Kamala Harris's skin color? You don't think Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi can do the same job? I know they can. Nancy Pelosi is a smart cookie, and she's been the main one going after Trump this whole time, and she have not backed down. I like that, because Trump ain't backed down from her either. Now, don't get me wrong. He fought with Nancy Pelosi verbally. He ain't put his hands on Nancy Pelosi. She wouldn't let him. <laughs> She's a spitfire. But I know that Kamala Harris can do the job of vice president. Because right now she ain't got to do nothing but sit in the background. And we have to come to a conclusion that Joe Biden may not survive the four years he's in office. And I, I can't stand that part either. People are mad at the White Sox for choosing Tony La Russa. He's 76. Joe Biden is 78. Donald Trump is 74. I'm glad the 70-year-olds are coming back because that means I can still work when I'm in my 70s. <laughs> I don't want to. I hope I'm retired and I'm on some land in Costa Rica, you know, enjoying myself. I probably will leave America when I'm an old man and I'll come back and visit. I just want to be in peace. And I hope I can get to that peace in my 70s. I mean, how did... 
Abraham make it to over 100 years? Without the technology that we got. We got some technology today, man. But he didn't make it. He, 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 you know, we got people that, wow, that aren't even making it past 45 today. That's hard. That is very hard. But we're going to keep it moving. I think Kamala Harris will do her job. She's in office. Joe Biden is in office. For the people that didn't win, you know, I voted in elections where my candidate didn't win. I'll say this out loud right now. <laughs> Let me look at this camera right here. Maybe I'll look at my, well, I'll look back here too. I voted for Hillary. <laughs> I thought Hillary Rodham Clinton was about to be the first woman president of the United States. I believed in Hillary Clinton. I liked Bill Clinton. You know, even though he was stepping out on his wife, and I don't care if you're going to choose to step out on your wife, man. You, that's your cross to bear. Take care of my country. I voted for Hillary Clinton. Hillary did not win. She won the popular vote. She didn't win the electoral vote. So my candidate lost. Did I stump my feet and pout and talk all this stuff about Donald Trump? He going to do this? I couldn't because I had to honor the office of the president. Are you happy with the presidential choice? Give me a call at 877-711-5611. Joe Biden is in the house, y'all. And Donald Trump is going to get his affairs in order and he's going to leave. He ain't everybody's Trump going to fight. I can't wait. He's not fighting. <laughs> he's too old to fight. Now, if it was Eric Trump, I could see Eric trying to scuffle, you know, tussle a little bit. Maybe Melania, she might fight a little bit. Trump, too, well, he got bigger fish to fry. Trump can go to TV and become a bigger billionaire. All this money that he owes, he can get it back because he is Donald Trump. And people are going to pay for him because Americans are crazy. Got put in Facebook jail for saying that. Americans are crazy. They're going to sit there, the ones who did not vote for Joe Biden, they're going to be fussing and fighting, and Trump can come, and they, they will pay for Trump to do speeches. Trump has so many opportunities to do things in America now. He was already doing it. So, okay, I'm happy he's gone because I just don't like his idiotness. If you're waking up and you tweeting and the stuff that he was tweeting, Trump will fight you on Twitter. Like Kevin Durant. <laughs> fight you on Twitter. Why? You know, I got into one Twitter, one, like one Twitter fight, one Twitter beef. I called out a wrestler, Conan, Mexican wrestler. You know, he was doing this thing where he was in Impact Wrestling and he was playing this gang angle and, you know, they, LAX, dude, it was gang banging, throwing up gang signs. I was like, dude, the people are going to school. You know, you got children that watch this. Why are you doing this? Conan snapped on me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 a.m. and 95.9 f.m. in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGORadio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. Yes! This is the Darian America Show, the United States champion of justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. 
Girl, you better play that box. That's what they say when a DJ doing good. Play your box, DJ. Nancy Drew back there snapping. Ooh, that was my man's temp song right there, boy. We we looked at each other like, wow, I think you need to hit the block. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably one of the hottest tracks ever. So, what state are we covering today, y'all? We doing a state of fame. Fame. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Which one would you rather have? Fame or fortune? Give me a call, 877-711-5611. We got a couple of people talking about do they want fame versus fortune, and most people say fortune. Fortune is a great thing to have. But why we got so many famous horrors out here? Man, I swear, it's this little thing on Facebook where they got people who add to their story, and I started adding to the story too because I'm like, hey, I get more likes that way. <laughs> I can get 200, 300 likes on my story versus when I post something. They don't like it. I'm not happy with all the stuff that's in my stories, though. Because you got a lot of women who want to be naked and they acting like, yeah, this is where I'm at. And I know women don't act like you don't see them naked women that be up there. <laughs> up there, D-E-R. Not up there. Up there. They be up on the screen and just like, why are you giving away all the goods? They're trying so hard to be famous. And they may, they're not getting any fortune. They, if they get a couple of dollars through their Instagram, you know, or they or the uh, Cash App, that's what it is. Yeah, they're still not fortunate. Not like that. Now, you got to be careful with fame. And I'm here to tell you, I'm a guy, I always cry, I'm a ghetto celebrity. I'm, I got fame and no fortune. <laughs> but I get people that will get in my face in a heartbeat and be like, I saw you on Facebook. I know who you are. And then that's when the, the uh, X-Files music go off. <laughs> like, man, if you don't get away from me, <laughs> I don't know you. You know, but of course, I'll, I'll greet him and I'll say hello. And I, you got to know how to ignore people when you're famous. Would you want Michael Jackson's fame? I mean, that man couldn't go anywhere. He had the fame and the fortune, but Mike was doing it since he was a little guy. So when he got to, when he turned into white Michael, he was going to stores and I would love to have this type of fortune. I want that. I want that. Give me that. You can put that in the bag. That's hot, man. Michael Jackson didn't have to worry about no bills. And he had people coming for his fortune. Now, I still don't know to this day, you know, a lot of people are like, he was a pedophile. He, he could have been. He could have been. But it wasn't proven to me. I don't know. I wasn't there when Michael was bothering those little kids. Because if I was there, I would have beat the brakes off Mike. Come on, man. The children are innocent. Why are you attracted to a kid? What's attractive about a kid? Kids, they nose be running, they short, they nappy-headed. They don't want to, I mean, all kids ain't nappy-headed. <laughs> but why would you, as an adult, want a kid? I don't get it. And there's nothing you can get to say to me to explain that. Man, that scene in Color Purple, when Mr. looked at, at, at Whoopi, at, at Nettie, or well, Silly, he had Silly, Nettie had got away. And he was looking at her like, ugh. Whoopi Goldberg is not the most attractive in the face, no. But, bruh, you go get somebody else. Why you got to be abusing little girls? I mean, he was riding on a horse, and he's smiling. And he took his hat off, and flowers fell out. He just, ah. And Nettie booted him good. She booted that. You should. Any man who wants to violate a child, you need to tap dance on his junk. And don't think it's just with men. There are women. What? 
Now, trust and believe. <laughs> Some of these boys out here, and they're still growing, they may be hung to their kneecaps. I get it. But it's forbidden fruit. You leave that alone. You can't justify to me. He going to treat me right. He going to do me better. Don't you think he's getting into the world and he might want to sow his royal oats? You know, when I see May-December relationships where the woman is the older, that actually is the way it should be. Because I'm going to tell you, <laughs> D-Sil can't uh, get out with no old lady because I'm, I'm old. <laughs> Talking about some old. And I, and I do like the older woman. Ain't nothing I can do for no younger girl. Get out of here. she look at me like, man, just give me your debit card. <laughs> so we're talking about fame. Give me a call, 877-711-5611. What's your take on fame? It's hard to be famous. But there's some people that have done it right. What about Jay-Z? Beyonce. You don't hear them in the media often. They are locked down tight, and they are enjoying their lives Blue Ivy is growing up. She looked like a light-skinned Jay-Z. <laughs> but she's beautiful. And she's going to grow, and she's going to get to her age. And when she's age-appropriate, she's going to choose a man who is age-appropriate, and she's going to live out a fortunate life because her parents were fortunate and famous. That's okay. I don't hate on those who got fortune. I would like to, for them to tell me, man, how did you get your fortune? If I could sit down and have a conversation with Donald Trump, I would. I mean, he ain't grabbed me by the meow. <laughs> I ain't got one. But I would sit down and talk to Donald Trump. Probably wouldn't get much accomplished because he ain't talking to me. I mean, I don't even think we speak the same language. I speak broke. <laughs> He'd be like, what? But if he chose to talk to me, I want to know how he got his fortune. I know he got it. In, it was passed to him. So people who are gaining fortune, we're in the COVID right now. How are you getting your fortune? The, the White Sox are still rich. <laughs> Jerry Reinsdorf still rich. I mean, come on. There are people who are still making money. Put me on, man. I want to be put on. How do I get my money on? Because right now, D-Silk ain't got no money. I'm making it. I'm keeping my head above water. <laughs> Y'all know the lyrics to good times. But even if I got to the place where I would be making fortune, it may still not be enough because... Radio has changed. It's not the same way anymore. I get a thing in the mail every day from Sirius XM, F, XFM Radio. They want me to sign up. And they like, man, $5 a month. You can have unlimited radio and you can be driving around losing listening. Well, if I get an ox cord and plug into the radio, I can get it from YouTube. <laughs> but Sirius is making money. They rich. Whoever owns Sirius. We got to find the next big thing. And that's what I'll be looking for. Because the internet is the next big thing. I think, if I'm not mistaken, on our ballots this year, it had should Chicago make the internet be wide for everybody. You don't need to buy it from Comcast anymore. Chicago is just going to let everybody have internet access. Ooh, shucky, ducky, quack, quack. Man, come on. Act like I didn't hit the yes. <laughs> I hit it real fast. I would love for, because that's the next big thing. Bill Gates ain't finna spend all that money. He is what it is. He's rich. And if you started with the internet right away, you're rich. You're going to walk around and do what you do. The internet is the next big thing. Let everybody have internet access. They should. Don't have that because that's the best way to keep in contact. I hate Facebook because it does keep up controversy and drama. But it is such a beautiful thing. I was able to reach out to everybody who I couldn't over the phone. 
and let them know about my brother's passing. And that meant something to people. And a few people that knew us back in the day, they called me. Of course, you're supposed to. Some of them I didn't want to talk to. I'm like, oh, my God, what do you want? <laughs> I ain't talked to you in 30 years. But I was able to post his arrangements. And a lot of people, because of COVID-19, I hate this virus, man. I, I wish I could punch COVID-19 in the face. But because COVID-19 is in play, a lot of people came to the viewing on Thursday. So they got their chance to pay their respects and say goodbye to him. And then Friday was the funeral, and it was packed. But it was packed to capacity. We couldn't have it like it was supposed to be. He should have had 100,000 people at his home going. And then the, you know, the, the uh, cemetery people were saying, only 25 at a time, y'all can just watch from back there, and then when they leave, y'all come up. That blows. I hated that, man. But why are you trying to be famous? You know, I know a lot of musicians. I know a lot of singers. I know a lot of people who come to karaoke for fame. They use, I know one guy told me, only reason I come to karaoke is to meet women. Really? Is that why you come to karaoke? Not to share your wonderful gift? That's what he do. And his whole thing is, he'll see the woman he want. Mm, nice. And then he'll start singing. And, well, you know, <laughs> some, sometimes I have to censor myself. He'll start singing, and if he sees a lady that he likes, he'll shoot a shot. Now, unfortunately, sometimes the shot be at a woman who is occupied with somebody. She's in an entanglement. I feel like saying that. <laughs> Are we still using that word? Call me at 877-711-5611. Let me know if you're still using entanglement. Did Jada Pinkett and, and Will Smith... Hide enough from that? I don't know. But that's what he comes to karaoke for. He comes to karaoke to meet women. And he'll tell me about his escalades and escapades. Escalade, not the truck. <laughs> his escapades. Like, okay, good. You know, I'd never used my gift to meet women. I ain't see a woman to be like, ooh, she fine. Let me go and sing to her. I know I can sing. You know, I, I was blessed with it. I've been singing since I was five years old. You know, even younger than that. But that's not how I do it. I mean, I'm in a fraternity. I'm a Phi Beta Sigma. That is fame. Do you know we was like little rock stars when we crossed the burning sands? And I'm saying the wrong technology. Yeah, we crossed the burning sands. I crossed the burning sands. Dag nabbit. But it's fame. You got you to gotta do what you got to do with it. And just be responsible with it. How about that? And if your fortune comes, be responsible with it. Don't just blow it. And don't be scared to, to finish it. We're coming up on the Chronicles, y'all. This is the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Let's go. Come on, Mike. Hey. Yes. The Chronicles of the American Night, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. This is the Darien America Show, the United States champion of justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. So, right, we had a little MJ, a little tiny bit of MJ. That's all we need. That's all we need. Mike been gone for how long? Are we still playing his music? See, that's, that's what I'm talking about, famous. That's why I do this, man. I want my shows to go on forever. I want, long after I'm gone, I want you to be able to tune in to Darien America and remember when we were going through the coronavirus, you know? Remember when we lost Kobe. That sucked. But we're going to keep it moving. The Chronicles of the American Night. Nancy Drew, you ready to get down? 
I'm really not sure. Uh oh. <laughs> Y'all know Nancy don't like nothing when it comes to sex and, and being married and stuff. She'd be like, oh, can you ask me something else? I don't know. After this week, I'm thinking, what crazy are we talking about today? <laughs> well, we finna find out. Let's find out. <sighs> Dear Darian, I've been dating my boyfriend for over a year. <sighs> well, I'm hating. Okay, let me stop. Let me read the thing. I'm hating already. I ain't even finished reading. This past weekend, I met a group of his friends for the first time. We've had a conversation about most of them in the past. There are a couple of friends he despises. How you despise your friend? Uh, <laughs> thing is, I really like them, and they are actually a good group of people. I am actually uncomfortable listening to him badmouth them. The truth is, I didn't see the same things. I didn't see the same things that he saw the same way. I read that wrong, but you know what I'm saying. I actually think he was wrong. Is this a red flag? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. What you got, Nancy? Mm. Well, first, I want to know what your friends think of him. Mm. So that would be a key question that I would ask. Mm. And if you're already thinking that he is in the wrong, I, I think you need to tell him that. Ah. Hey, you're not looking at this the right way. And if your friends are that good of friends, you know, you know them. Mm -hmm. You know, you've been with this guy for a year. You've probably known these people for, I don't know, decades, so, mm. something like that. I, I would say that uh, keep your friends tight. Hmm. Well, question was, is this a red flag? But uh. <laughs> Well, I think it's a red flag because, uh, you know, he's, I don't know, negative. Hmm. Well, see, we don't have enough of the backstory, so we don't know. And I wasn't going to read all the backstory. Come we on, I'm in the mood right now to just be mean. Just get rid of him. <laughs> Forget it. I don't need a backstory. I'm I, done. I like that. Nancy fussing. <laughs> she had a rough day today, and I like, sometimes I like a woman that's fussy. That's a I'm good thing. just in one of those moods. Good. Be I'll there. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? I'm finna talk my talk and say my say. This may be a red flag, but it's a red flag on the fact that you like his friends and you don't like him. It's a problem. You can't draw that line with, I'm going to deal with his friends, I'm not going to deal with him. Because if it wasn't him, you wouldn't have those friends. I've been there, man. I had a, a person who turned on me for my friends. It's not cool. If you can't converse, and all this all boils down to communication. If you can't tell that guy, like, man, dude ain't that bad. What you dogging him for? And if he don't have a good answer for you, you have to be safe. And you make your decision. If you want to be down with them or the person or friends or whoever, you go and have that conversation with them and say, look, man, I don't know. Bruh is dissing y'all hard. But I like y'all and I like to be around y'all. So if y'all want to kick it with me, you know, call me. That's fine. If you don't want to mess with me, you don't want to deal with me. Okay, whatever. Because it's always that one flaky friend in the crew. I'm the flaky friend. I'm not, <laughs> I mean, I'm just nutty. But, you know, maybe somebody might not like me. Okay, I got to deal with it. And I don't think that one of my girls would go around, even though it's happened to me, but those weren't my real friends. My brothers, if I stop dealing with a chick, they'd be like, bye. You know, and, and I'll do the same. I don't deal with no chick that's not, that don't want to be around my brothers if she's been with him first. So you got to not be messy. That's messy. It's petty and messy. All right. Question two. Dear Darian. I'm in the process of divorcing my wife of two years. We met in our old church. We knew each other for several years before we actually started dating. I found out that she had been sleeping with the pastor for about three months after we started dating. What? 
<laughs> you got a deal, Nancy. <laughs> I decided we could get past that. Eventually, we ended up leaving the church. This seemed to be a problem in our relationship. I decided on a divorce after a few days in the hospital. Okay, this is cooking. So one thing I asked her not to do was call our ex-pastor. She called him anyway. We have since separated. She has been harassing me with calls and wanting to get back together. Am I wrong for not feeling the same way? But I think she is still spending time with him. Should I cut my losses and move on? Mm. Nancy? Mm. Oh, my word. I'm going to say run in the other direction as fast as you can. As fast as you can, grab your things and run. Wow. Um, hey, listen, people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I get that. There there can be reconciliation after an affair. I've known many people who have gotten through that and who have wonderful relationships now, who've gotten past it. But she's still calling him. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Listen, there's there it takes a long time for trust to get rebuilt once it's broken. Mm-hmm. And if she can't even stop calling the man and he's a pastor, mm. he's a man of the club. Mm. There's just all sorts of soap opera, Jerry Springer stuff mm. all over this. Just cut your losses. Mm. Yeah. It you know, you tried she obviously doesn't really want the relationship if hmm. she can't give you the respect to stop contacting this pastor. If we can call him a pastor, shame <laughs> on you. Run. Run. Wow. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, Nancy being mean today, and that's okay, but she is right, though. I, well, she's right in her own way. Well, I guess we're all right in our own way. <laughs> you got one right. That's the only way we can do it. It's uh, only one way to do it. Wow. So this person... They had the affair with the pastor, and then the pastor, you know, they left the church, and then guy got sick, and she called the pastor looking for, I would assume, religious leadership, and was hoping he would come and pray over the man. You can't pray over me after you didn't smash my woman, dog. <laughs> religious leadership, Darian. I mean, what you want else to call it? <laughs> He would want to, you know. Maybe man. she called for a booty call, but she didn't call for religion. <laughs> See, that's how you look at it. You think it's for a booty call. I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. Okay, probably. She, she called him to help him. You know, he was going to okay. pray for the guy. No, you can't call it. All the pastors in the world, and you called the one that you nailed? <laughs> really? Really? Don't know you can't call him, and he forgave <laughs> you. Dude. I'm sorry, man. I'm a little bit arrogant. I'm not conceited. I'm convinced. If I got a woman and we dealing and I find out that she took the time to go and sleep with another man, you got to go. And then you went and slept with the pastor and then I get sick and you go call that same pastor. Dude, we're not finna reconcile. Where is your... I would have called his wife. I'd have told on him. Where's your wife at? Why are you here? What you doing here? Oh, no, you 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 called. You still got his number? Uh-uh. No, I'm calling the wife. I'm telling. Dang nabbit. Dang <laughs> nabbit. So I can't curse, so dang nabbit. <laughs> I'm going to shake my fist at the camera. Man, this go too fast, y'all. I had a ball today. This was fun. Thank you for tuning in. This was the Darian America Show. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.